Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Charmed. This is season three, episode 15, Schrodinger's Future, written by Bianca Sams and Blake Taylor, directed by Stuart Gilliard. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Great structure, great aesthetic, filmed really well. The reveal of the cicada in this case <laughs> there's a lot of flash crossover in this one which I adored and I'm wondering if either writer has worked on the flash I did not google that but I will be curious to see but I thought it was a really good solid episode it definitely is our um is our glimpse into what season four is probably going to look like and we're going to get a nice build up towards that i wondered if they were going to be able to pull that off and i think that they have successfully done so uh the way they shifted it from the last of black uh from what we ended last episode to immediately jumping into it this episode with little fanfare i think that helped the transition a lot and so it, it felt a little bit more organic and not like, okay, third plot point in a, <laughs> in a season. So I think it's a, a perfect gear up that we could put kind of a lot of the, uh, the COVID stuff behind us, if you will. The allergy, some of those things to try to, you know, mark off the list that were kind of hindering our storytelling a bit but now we're able to start that kind of like in real life <laughs> those baby steps towards getting back to a normalization of some kind and a new threat on the horizon that is going to allow for some more flexibility with the actors and and how they are able to construct their story so we start this recap with Mel, who is finally able to let her baby belly breathe and is studying compulsively to prepare herself for her condition. Happy mommy, happy baby. I have never listened to one pregnancy audio in my life. <laughs> my nine months of pregnancy was a whole lot of Google and whatever my ancestors whispered in my ear. I have uh, not stuck to the healthy snack only. I think eating things in moderation is absolutely fine. If you want to go left, uh, I, it's you. It's your body. But I'm not about that. <laughs> I was eating my hot popcorn and nobody was going to stop me. And now my daughter has a thing for spicy foods. That's all it, it does. I mean, it didn't give her heartburn. She didn't. No, she just likes spicy foods. But when I saw that smart food white cheddar popcorn, I was thinking, girl, that flaming white cheddar is fire. And I have some on <laughs> my refrigerator right now. And you know I'm about to smash them later on tonight. Macy and Harry do some running, which I literally hate. But if shit pop off.
very quickly when I have to. She is concerned about all the things he'll need being mortal. Celeste, that is. But the elders... No, no, not Celeste. That was later on. <laughs> At this point, it's Macy, but the elders took care of that. Like, you're going to need a social security number, a driver's license. I'm like, girl, was you not paying attention? Uh, it's season two because we got that covered. We got that covered. However, now that he is mortal, he should probably get a checkup. Seriously. Your cholesterol, blood sugar, diabetes, prostrate. Making plans when you're stressed. Oh, how I relate. She was like, let's go uh, do this, that, and the other. He's like, are you okay? You're stressed out because you're making plans. <laughs> Thank you for knowing me so well. That's why I love you. Maggie is trying to get a vision of the future and cannot touch her sisters, but is able to touch a photo and gets one. Celeste is still here. Can she stay forever? Please. Seriously, I love her so much. You just need to keep caper. And when she walked away at the end of this episode, I was like, okay, at least they're not trying to kill her off. Because every time she coughs, I get really nervous. <laughs> like, don't you dare. I will not support that at all. But I always want her to stay. She tells Harry exertion can lead to side effects. So he shouldn't be running, which concerns Macy. Like, you didn't tell me that. Your doctor gave you instructions. It's like, girl, I ran to Paris and got some croissants this morning because his powers apparently still work. So he's still transitioning. I wonder how long they're going to play that out. Um, I felt it when she said stairs. <laughs> Either I have the soul of a 70-year-old woman <laughs> or Celeste just gets me. But seriously, every time I work out at the gym, I have to go downstairs, and I hate it. There is an elevator, but I've got my pride. Harry can still orb, though, since he got croissants from Paris, which Macy offers to Mel, who only wants healthy snacks. I think I already brought that up, but I'm just going by what my notes say. <laughs> Maggie comes in. Macy's like, it's just pastry. Pause there, though. What's up with all this croissant eating for breakfast? I don't even eat breakfast. That's probably why I don't get it. I need to start eating breakfast. I know it's on every healthy diet plan I see or just a good thing to do for your body. I just really hate breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm not hungry. I don't wake up hungry to eat something. I usually have a liquid breakfast and that's about it. Now, I will eat breakfast for dinner that's tasty but even then i don't know why it is not if other people cook breakfast i'm like so for it right now i'm on i've got some sausages in and it's not even the kind that you gotta squeeze out and make your own little patties no i bought the ones that were formed in patties and they're on the edge of expiration right now because i have yet to actually cook it up and i bought croissants because i was gonna make little sandwiches i have the eggs i have the bacon i need to really work on this laziness in my life 
for certain activities one of them is cooking breakfast but once i get the mood of it i can throw down i think it's because i'm doing this whole weight loss and it's kind of i got things condensing my appetite i'm not like wanting to do an episode of chopped but i do need to not allow those sausages to expire um she tells them they need to go to the future and stop something terrible but has no specifics and wants to find future mail for answers except mail can't go to the future because she's pregnant so the two sisters will and i was happy for a maggie and macy team up celeste is being a helicopter mom and tells harry to do as i say get out of here you meanie that cute little giggle was priceless and adorable and worthy of a ringtone they need celeste help who always is like are you sure you know you want to do this okay here's the assistance you need but at the end of this just know i will be sipping my tea in the attic with a look of superiority you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge i love that they showed off they can be competent too like look we got mel she brewing that potion over there so that we can anti-age if we go over the 30 minutes we know the time stamp you know i have these earbuds so we can communicate i miss those uh, and although we don't have our powers, we still have potions. Come on, man. Just to support us in our mission. Because we thought things through. We can do that. So she rolls ahead and approves it, gives her seal, her wand of approval. Harry has been reduced to an absolute school child. And the whole time he was over there with serious intent, drawing with crayons, a picture of the teacher with a blur future bad. I love Celeste chill at the fact that this grown ass man is a whole ass adolescent blowing raspberries and dancing in circles all giddy. (laughs) They travel to Safe Space 2026. While investigating where the future Mel may have done the spell to get to the future and kind of, what do you want to call that, trans orb her fetus, she follows Macy out the door to the street that shows that the world is officially over or it's 2020. (laughs) At least they are bringing in Ruby more to padding out the relationship between her and Mel, which has been a complaint, a fair one. And she brings her a care package. Mel is very self-sufficient and reluctant to ask for any type of help. Not even can I get that off the floor for you. Practically shoving Ruby out of the door. But she tells her she's not in this alone. Harry is missing his girlfriend and wants to talk to Macy. I want to talk to Macy now. And Celeste is like, um, no. (laughs) So he's like, you're not the boss of me. You're not my mom. She's like, don't make me get my belt out. And why did we write this book in code? It's so annoying. I've had that realization many a times. Like, it sounded like a really good idea at the time, but this was stupid. He finds an extra earbug. <laughs> Naughty little scamp. 
as macy and maggie investigate a trashed safe space maggie becomes overwhelmed they won't be able to fix this but macy is able to hug her sister at long last and reassures her they have changed the future before they just need to move fast harry calls in to ask if there are any spaceships in the future because that sounds kind of cool and is busted by mama celeste what did i say oh my god you never let me do anything <laughs> maggie's whole aura to macy it's your mask. something is triggered causing a magical reaction and abby shows up decked out in apocalypse gear surprised to see them especially maggie as she's dead what what the fuck ruby is helping mel with the potion to stop the aging process should they get stuck which of course they did or some such when the topic of whose baby and are we together in the future is brought up <laughs> they didn't quite go into the birds and bees which mel seems to be avoiding and continues to try and push ruby out the house as if she's giving her the out and not asking if she wants that out abigail explains after a drink that the houses human witches demons all fell to the whispering evil which is a plague that once it infects you is hijacked turning you into the worst version of yourself or the evil you <laughs> as Cisco ramon would say so abigail had to kill maggie she explains she was part of mel's resistance group defending vera manor and that Mel worked tirelessly for a cure, but just as she came close, the infected came for them, and now she doesn't know where she is. They hear the clicking sound, and I will say it sounded 10 times more scary than Cicada ever did. She's like, you go left, you go right, because she's so used to being in it. <laughs> she just suspect, like, uh, it's time to get it mode oh we don't have powers well fuck go hide some damn where and this scene was rather silly because you didn't want to reveal but i don't know how you was about to shoot some arrows daryl dixon but then was backing it up like no no and the way it was just shot it was just silly it was funny though uh but she gets blasted by a fireball killing her there had been no mention of macy at this point so i was starting to get real suspicious I was really hoping and glad to see that that Harry Potter villain from last episode was not behind this shit. And you better not bring him back into the story. I'm signing petitions. They're now cut off from communication because of the trap that Abigail had set from Celeste and have no powers. Oh dear, we are in trouble. The thing gives Chase, or Macy, 2.0, 3.0, I don't care what O she is, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, they already took the hit though and book it and head to the Vera household with 19 minutes left. Ruby calls Mel out on her tactics, but she tells her there's a chance future Mel may not come back and she may be a parent. I wasn't planning on this you weren't planning on this celeste calls and tells her you need about two to three more batches of that brew by the way because i have a feeling they are not gonna make it and also we lost contact and i can't calibrate this shit so 
she asks to inform her where she can find a tool that can assist Harry in the background fidgeting and worried. I just don't know what went wrong. When Mel panics about even finishing the first batch, Ruby steps in and finally she does some magical shit. I think this episode did a lot to build the chemistry between the characters because I still feel a little stale between them. But by the end of it, I was like, okay, it's a little bit improved. While Harry can retrieve the toolkit he will not be involved in using it it's like can you be any more condescending she's like teenage years kill me now amen to that shit i love their back and forth do you even know how to use it you know what i built this place bitch how about let me try (laughs) and then you fucking millennials and gen z's come through with the new tech age and now i don't know shit then when you actually ask for their help, they're slow to come to do it with that smug sense of knowing more than the adult. Macy and Maggie get to the trashed house and upon seeing the attic, realize Mel wasn't working on a cure as much as unraveling a mystery. Something happens in three weeks in the current timeline that led to all of this. The perfect eye did warn y'all since there's a tomb of chaos symbol on all of the victims their watch is now broken so now they don't know the time and can't get back to the present while their bugs cannot be fixed they do have a backup of bugs that they can use the parts to try to fix them i think i may have said that backwards they were broken and now they can fix them but you get the point um celeste can help fix this watch They finally get in touch with her as if she is having a fight with her teenage or as she is having a fight with her teenage foe son who wonders if all her helicopter parenting is about her guilty conscience. Before they can finish the squabble, Macy and Maggie check in and ask if the part can be fixed. She's like, no. Then drawled out (laughs) forever. The however of yeah i can actually hide you the part you need to fix it in the command center except the command center has a monster inside of it maggie shrinks mel's notes and i think we have the plot the next three episodes that's what i put in my notes she said yes i did use this for school do not judge me and i'm like girl if i had magic you best believe i'd be working on making my life easier Ruby takes an accelerant position, position, takes an accelerant potion, revealing her mom was a single parent as they get to work on the brew and it turns Ruby into a speedster. However, it takes a toll on her and she passes out. Celeste isn't doing well either with that cough. The girls get to the command center and before they can get what they need, the girls are distracted by the witch board that shows some witches still exist and hopefully Mel is one of them. However, they see two witches in danger and realize it's themselves because it says at the command center. (laughs) And I love the way in which they revealed Macy her aesthetic i am so feeling the wardrobe the braids the makeup the fire powers yeah 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 
I'm glad they reminded us that Macy does indeed have a soul and would be appalled that she killed Abby. Ruby is overheating, so Mel cools her down, and when she sways, is able to touch her, so they embrace. Is the baby the cure to the allergy? By the end of the episode, they were like, yes! Celeste has asthma. She never did anything for her because she didn't age, but now that she is mortal, she is sick, and they better not kill Celeste. They better get her some asthma medication she went back to Greece I'm like girl you better take a sway past that OBGYN as well as a pulmonologist <laughs> you need to make sure you are just someone give her back her immortality that's all I, all she needs Harry is in the 18 to 21 phase where he feels guilty about his actions Macy and Maggie need help but Celeste knows she can't make it to where they are at the mall and has a um or has to let her little lamb go no i didn't get a run harry run to see them mix up this uh the set pieces because we have been rather like they really showed a lot more shots of the the city we felt as if we're part of a world and not just part of a few sets and i really love when the shows do that in the cw eric wallace has been doing it a lot more and i think it definitely changed the overall feel of this episode and i really enjoyed that this is something very much the flash needs to also do which is hiding things in the future where you can find them in the past or vice versa awesome idea i love the side by side <laughs> also love that harry did not give a fuck and pushed everyone out the way he become immortal real quick that little smile when they yelled which break when they got to the room and barricaded it and he put the little x got to save the day and you know that harry loves that validation they get the part just in time and escape a fireball but are old as hell when they get back and need to crawl to the potion i'm like you couldn't at least <laughs> put it a little closer <laughs> test it out your theory in the attic they spell out the timetable to stop the whispering evil and y'all know exactly who to ask about this they literally said as much the perfect eye which means i might be getting my mo back blaine can talk too but you know i have a soft spot for mo and then yep the baby can cure the allergy celeste is leaving no god no god please no 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 but she realized her guilt was making her hover and that being human is about making mistakes and learning from them though harry isn't fully human yet i'm here when you need me she went through that portal i already felt the loss
there is a beautiful shipper moment with Ruby and Mel where they discuss, you know, the fact that Ruby didn't think she was going to do magic ever, but because she loves her, she's open to, you know, this world, her life, and she tells her she loves her. I would like Mel to say it back a lot more. <laughs> like, I don't, I love you too. She's like, yeah, you love me. <laughs> she said it back to her but sometimes she just don't but i loved what she said life is what happens when you're making other plans because that is factual and i feel as if i heard it in a song ruby commits to the woman and the baby they have a cuddly moment and we see the threat cicada 10 times better is on the rise Welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker! So with three episodes left, we definitely are going to see one step closer to our possible future. We do got feedback. Let's jump into it. letter from trevor who says hi christina i hope you're doing well and happy juneteenth mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. i'm saying mm-mm, but i'm really hopefully that translated <laughs> i really enjoyed this week's episode i love pregnant male so far how the writers are in tech integrating her real life pregnancy into this episode is great and feels accurate to what my friends have described from their pregnancies, i.e. reminding themselves to get prenatals and eating healthy for the baby when possible. I had a difficult birth, so my experience was rather (laughs) annoying and problematic, but that's a topic for another day. Maybe that'll be something we discuss in the Jones Chronicles. (laughs) Uh, I do feel like Future Mel told Present Mel something about her relationship with Ruby. I wonder if Mel is keeping some information from the future to herself to not impact the timelines further. That would be smart, because you can't do that. Regardless of the secrecy from Mel, I do appreciate how this episode made me see Mel and Ruby more like a couple. I agree 112%. I also love how Ruby is involved and wants to be in the child's life. Even if her relationship with Mel does not end well, she is committed to be with her, uh, to being with her and being her supporter. Also, my theory is that Mel and Abigail have a baby together with magic. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Yeah, they were together at the end and there was no mention of Ruby whatsoever. (laughs) Maybe she dies. And that's what eventually leads the way to, uh to that i'm not sure i really need to see if poppy drayton's coming back season four because that pretty much is going to inform more than anything else since celeste is no longer immortal the writer better not set her up to die this season you know i had those same fears i really think she is a valuable asset the sisters need to continue to tap into sooner rather than later true and I think she could be like the the proper version of Harrison Wells, if you watch The Flash. 
I know she is getting older and her health is catching up, but she is super important as she could help them defeat the whispering evil they learned about from the future. I have a feeling the Perfect Eye are going to be more involved in that story. I don't think we're going to see any more of Celeste this season. I think that we got back-to-back episodes with her was our time with Celeste. Plus, she is a great mother figure and mentor to the ladies. She really is. and I think she makes a great uh, balance with Harry the most, who needs a lot more friends. Like, a lot. Especially now that Jordan is not around. Speaking of, I've been so happy to see celeste that i forgot jordan was gone and as soon as she left that was my first thought where the fuck is jordan (laughs) so glad the writers did not have macy make any hateful and shady comments to future abigail i felt it was a good twist to learn that future macy is turned evil and also has her demon powers back yeah i'm liking what the future has in hold for everybody like uh, mel gets her time traveling powers back you know maggie's probably gonna be a lot she's getting more efficient with her her predictive skills like they have a purpose uh so yeah i like what the future is looking like and she gets her demon powers back i love a a half evil macy i think it just works with the actress really well (laughs) that's why i wanted to see a dynamic of jimmy and evil not evil but demonic macy and then we can have the cute couple on the side but you know jimmy's gone now but hey we can do whatever we want in the writer's room so food for thought i wonder if the sisters are going to try and get the perfect eye to help to stop the big bad or a future male will come back to help them solve this problem i have a feeling the fact that they're even thinking about maybe this baby might be something we have to do in the future means future male might not show back up for a little while so it will be to the perfect eye. I think that it will be a good, like we can go back into the tomb of chaos. We can have conversations with them. Maybe they can think about their actions and change. Well, they did kill some of the charm ones in the past. So no, but they will be a good source of contention, I think, because they are good. They're just good to the point of evil. <laughs> thank you again for reading my letter and stay well. No, thank you for writing. Trevor. P.S. Today was a long day, so my thoughts may not be communicated properly above. They were communicated just fine. If you want to join our conversation, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, blacker magic.